Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As always, it's newer, and with me, uh, as usual, on Mondays, is mine brother. Hello, brother. Hello. We have the rack up. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I just made a bunch of noise. None of it made any sense. I went, burp, 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 burp. You know, it's weird. Do you, when you think of me, oh, God. do you think of me as a brother? Like, is that, like, is that, do you think of both me and Nabil in the same context? You're just like, oh, they're both my brothers. Because it's weird for me anytime somebody refers to you as my sister. Like, your husband will do that sometimes. They'll be like, oh, your sister wants to do this. And it's like, it takes me, I don't want to say it takes me a second, but it takes me like. Who? Like, yeah, like half a second to be like, who the fuck are you talking about? If I really think hard enough about any word and any relationship, it is always yeah. weird to me. Like, sometimes I look at my kids and I'm like, really? There wasn't a mix-up at the hospital? Like, these really were the humans that were cooking inside of my body? You know? So, um, but yeah, I do think of both of you as my brothers. I don't know what else. <laughs> what, what a garbage question I asked. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, because sometimes your husband in like our, in the groups that we're in, like in the basketball group or whatever, mm-hmm. he'll say something about, you know, the wife wanted to do this. And then I'm like, who's his wife? And I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. I know. Yeah. Well, also because. Like, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's weird because I do. It is weird because obviously I refer to him as my husband all the time. It's, we're looking, yeah. we're going on almost twelve years now. But I, if he was to refer to me as the missus or the wife, I'll throw myself out the Ugh. window. Oh god! <laughs> Every real okay. This is all right. It's a Monday. It's four o'clock, and honestly, this is the longest Monday of my life. Is it has has it been for you? For me, it's just so slow. It feels like a Tuesday after a long weekend today for me. Ah oh, no! Today it's actually flown by for me. Oh, uh, it must be because, fucking nice. Well, here's the thing: I uh, didn't go to sleep until four a.m. for some reason. I just couldn't go to sleep. Okay. Um, and then I had uh, a monthly department meeting this morning at nine, mm-hmm. um, and I I got up at nine o two. 
and I just I got right into the meeting, and that went for like three hours. And then ever since, and then for like the first hour, I didn't know where the hell I was. <laughs> I was out of my mind. Was it an on-cam um, meeting? It was an on-camera meeting. So I was wearing my baby Yoda pajamas <laughs> and a collared shirt on top. <laughs> like any self-respecting human trying yeah, to maintain yeah. a job in this economy. Uh, this is great. This is great that we mentioned that I was... Uh, possibly high for my 9 a.m. meeting, <laughs> and also that we're recording uh, at uh, 4 p.m. on a Monday. Why weren't you? Why weren't you asleep? What were you doing until 4 a.m.? Um, I I was very warm. It was very warm in the house, and I was sleeping where I usually sleep. funny to me i don't know why that's i don't know why that's funny it's hot on account of the heat i thought it was gonna be something fun or silly or like you were watching something you're like no i just couldn't figure out my temperature exactly and i kept getting up and then also because i'm an old person now it's like now in the in the past when i used to kind of be like well you know i could i could pee or i could just fall asleep right that was an option. Like sometimes it would happen. Now it's like even if I think about peeing, I gotta pee because oh, I'm losing, you know, urinary control. Because <laughs> incontinence account- is just a couple yes. of days away. On account of my age, yes, I should have been <laughs> dead. Like fifty years ago, I would have been dead already, right? People don't live fifty years ago. <laughs> fifty years ago, you would have been dead already. What are you I saying? I mean, okay, well, that's a darker situation, but I, uh, no, I just, I got a case of the Mondays, um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, going back to your original question about my people's identities and relationships, it is something that, like, if I, like, honestly, like, if I can't, if I can't fall asleep at night, or, like, if... If I just like am in a bad headspace and I start thinking mm-hmm. about things like in my life that I have, I I sometimes feel like I'm in the twilight zone. Like if I stop and think about all of the things that I have and all of like yeah. the things that I do or like the relationships that I have, I'm like, could no, no. not me. Uh-uh. No, it's it must uh- be somebody else's life. So now I'm thinking about it. I don't. I really don't care about the existential dread that you're going through. Whatever. <laughs> Good luck with all that. But I am worried about because I'm thinking about like the number of times that I have to get up in the middle of the night now to pee. Um, as <laughs> oh, oh, okay. We're having two very different conversations. Right? Completely different. I don't, I don't care about how you feel about being a mother and all that garbage. Um, but like when you are now because you sleep in the same bed. Ugh, uh, with another human being, right? Yes. Do you worry about inconveniencing the other person with what you have to do with like your own thing? No. Because, right? Okay. No. You just get used to it. No. First of all, I don't wake up in the middle of the night to pee. Okay. If I, even if I feel the urge to pee, mm-hmm. if it's like, if it's like 10 p.m., I will get up and pee. But if it is like 4 a.m., I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to give myself a UTI. Because because <laughs> I'm not getting up. If I get up at 4 a.m. to go and pee, I'm not falling back asleep. Oh. It's awful. So, no. And then also, uh, Fahad always wakes up 
multiple times a night to pee. He's a uh-huh. he if if we're watching a show or something or if I'm watching TV and he falls asleep, I could watch an episode and he will still like wake up in the middle of that episode, get up, go pee and then go back to sleep and then wake up again. Uh-huh. He's a big peer. In case everybody was wondering <laughs> about my husband, he likes to pee. Anyway, 7 minutes this has been going on for. We got to move on. Hey, listen. Speaking of existential dread, do you think that Touchdown Tommy is having some existential dread right now? Absolutely not. I think he looks very comfortable. Um, it was shocking. I was shocked that he retired because <laughs> I thought he was coming to San Francisco. Um, but it seems like he is—he's uh, accepted it. Um, did you see the picture that he posted today? Yes, <laughs> it is I underwear. did. Yes. How do you feel about that? I feel fine. Um, are you excited about Tom Brady, no longer football player, but just mega celebrity in your life? Like right now, Tom Brady has just been a football player and you could almost be like, well, you know, I don't have to worry about Tom Brady because he does the football thing. Who gives a shit? He's just an athlete. Now Tom Brady is going to be possibly one of the biggest celebrities in the world. Um, okay. He's going to be very popular. Okay. And there's going to be a lot of dating uh, that happens. So how how do you feel about all that? Well, as I've mentioned before, I love gossip. I'm a nosy bitch. I love to know what people are up to. So am I going to care who Tom Brady is dating? Probably not, but I will talk about it like I care. Um, I mean, he might become a movie star. He's in the 80 for Brady movie. <laughs> yes. How many dollars would I have to pay you to get you to go watch that movie? Uh, to get me to go watch the movie, am I going by myself or am I going with a group? Alone. It's like I'm all, all alone. Alone? I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like 20 bucks. I'm pretty cheap. 20 bucks? Like That's ticket. just like the pay, the price of the ticket. Yeah, well, no, pay for my ticket and $20. Oh, okay. Wow, okay, $36. That's a lot. How much are movie <laughs> tickets? I have no idea. Uh, they're about $15, depending okay. on, you know. Did they get more ex- less expensive? I feel like we were up to 20, 20 bucks for movie, movie tickets before. I think that is your recollection of the time that you lived in New York. Um, the movie oh. tickets around here have always been. I think it's about. Remember when they were like six bucks? Yeah, I do. The good old days, am I right? I remember toll on the George Washington Bridge was like four bucks. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started on the tolls. (laughs) It's crazy to go. Have you seen the price of eggs? (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell everybody about your eggs journey from the Walmarts? From the Walmarts, yeah. I used to get 60 eggs (laughs) for $6. Okay, when I have to know this, when was this? Because to me, that seems like somebody put the wrong price tag on a thing. No, it was about a year ago. It was it was a, a great year ago post pandemic. Post pandemic, I know pre pandemic was... eggs were cheaper, but post pandemic, yeah. you're saying you paid a dollar for an egg? No, no. less than six. <laughs> yeah, I don't know math. Ten cents? <laughs> I, well, I don't know. I guess ten cents kidding? for an egg. <laughs> Uh, Maybe when you're up at 4 a.m., that's what you should be doing. You're trying to figure out how to divide 60 by 6. Um, But yeah, I use it, which by the way, yes, it is a great deal. uh, 60x for $6. But that's also a reason why you shop at Walmart. 
Walmart, by the way. It's when it, because growing up, we never really shopped at Walmart. We were not we a never Walmart did No, we were a Shoprite family, and then we were a Stop and Shop for some goddamn. Reason. I was never Stop, stop and shop. shop. No, thank you. So it's so overly priced. Anyways, I started doing grocery shopping at Walmart about four years ago, and it's a complete game changer. Like it is so much cheaper to shop at Walmart for your groceries Anyways. because you believe in supporting small businesses. <laughs> of course, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Jim and Sam Walton need my money. Um, so it used to be $6 for 60 And then I noticed it going a little bit higher. Uh, about like six months ago, it was like $8. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's weird. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Walmart. And then two weeks ago, or maybe three weeks ago, I went and I got uh, my 60 uh, carton of eggs. Um, or my carton of 60 eggs and i and i scanned it and i was like has there been a mistake it's 26 dollars 26 26 that's crazy that's almost 50 cents an egg that's insane that's a really good math okay. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so uh and then i was like this is crazy but i was like well i've already scanned it i'm not gonna take it back uh, and then I was leaving, and there's like a, a guy, like a greeter, or now mm-hmm. they check your receipts because mm-hmm. it's all self served. And the guy's like, How much are these eggs now? And I was like, It was 25. He's like, That's crazy, isn't it? I'm like, Thank you. It is crazy. He said, Yeah, I don't know why. They just keep going up and up. It used to be six, and then it was 10, and now it's 25. Well, you know why 26. the prices of eggs are so expensive now, right? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. So basically, a whole bunch of chicken got bird flu. And so yeah. they had to go. They had to kill those chickens. They probably turned them into Tyson chicken tenders, let's be honest. We're all going to consume them. It's probably the meat that they serve at the halal hot chicken places. Anyway, so then they had to get rid of a bunch of chickens. And so that's why there was less chickens to make the eggs. (laughs) What came first? Who knows? But When the chickens get the bird flu, Uh do they just call it a flu? (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. So stupid. We should stop. You know what? This is the last episode I'm ever going to do. I'm done. Oh, boy. You know what, Rio? I'm sick of your shit. Uh. Anyway, so that's what happened. And then now we we had a shortage of chickens to make the eggs. And then that's why there was a, a supply chain issue. Because the chickens yeah. had their own little pandemic. Yeah, so like I think two years ago there was a chicken wing shortage. Which yeah, was that was that was very really bad for, me. bad for everybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for, for me specifically. Yeah. Um, and then they at like Wingstop they introduced like chicken thighs, mm-hmm. which was great because yeah, those are, yummy. are my favorite. But now I think we're okay on the wings. Yeah, I think the wings are fine. <laughs> we're, we're good on the wings. Don't worry. The Super Bowl is coming, and I'm gonna make wings. Are you gonna come over? I am gonna come over. Good. Very excited. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why are you so nervous about it? <coughs> I'm not nervous at all. Okay. Can't well, wait to see your husband shirtless doing push-ups at halftime. Yep. Um. So. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. Eggs are really expensive, and I. I don't understand it. We were talking about Tom Brady earlier, and I don't know how we yeah. got to the price of eggs. When did that happen? I don't remember. I don't remember either. either. Listen, I feel like Tom Brady is um, entering a new era in his life. He's got mm-hmm. his face is very thin. 
Um, he removed all of his buckle or buccal fat, whatever that is. And he's ready to get out on the town. But my favorite part of his little post on Instagram was, did you see what Giselle wrote? No. Giselle wrote something like, I wish you, I wish you good luck in your future endeavors. Like, Mm -hmm. like something you would write to like somebody you barely know in a yearbook. But they went through a divorce. What is she supposed to write? No, I know. I love that she wrote that. Are you kidding me? I love that. I love that she addressed him like a former coworker, like somebody who sent you an, like she wrote, she responded to his Instagram post. Like he posted it on LinkedIn and it's like a former coworker of hers from like several companies ago. She's like, oh, okay, I don't know why. So post uh, divorce, mm-hmm. who has the higher rating? Not in terms of your preference. I mean, in the world, who is a bigger celebrity? I don't understand why anybody's ratings matter except for my own preference. And my own preference is that I listen, the circles in which I exist, which is like housewives and reality yes. TV, okay? It's mm-hmm. primarily women and a lot of gay folk. And so yeah. in those circles, we don't fuck with Tom Brady. Fuck that guy. Ah, uh, so this is what I think is going to happen. I think those circles are going to be all over Tom Brady. And you're going to have to deal with it because he's just going to be a big celebrity. I don't know. I don't know. Like, what is there about him that I feel like is captivating to, like, women and the gay community? Like, he's not doing anything for us. First of all, he's very, very good looking. You'd have to admit, he's very good looking. He's a very good looking I don't know. You know I'm not into white men like that. (laughs) I think that's a lie. Uh, but I would say Tom Brady, very good looking. Um, and he has more of a personality than we saw for like the first uh, like 20 years of his career. Like it's really come out over the last three years. Uh-huh. And now, you know, his next job is going to be as an announcer. So he's signed a deal with Fox for like the next 10 years. He's going to make a shitload of money. But I think more than anything else, he's just going to be a big time celebrity. You know who I weirdly, I did say I'm not attracted to white men like that, but do you know who I would weirdly leave my husband for? Who's that? He's also an announcer, like a commentator during games. I think his name is Chris Collinsworth. Really? (laughs) CC. He's got kind of like that long face, right? Let me just Google that. Make sure that that's the right man. Yeah, it is Chris Collinsworth. Yeah. And the way that he talks. God, Al, uh, yeah, he's got him. like a thing about him. I don't know. I like yeah. that he spells his name Chris without an H. Just like edgy. Yes. <laughs> Chris Collinsworth has been, you know, he used to be a wide receiver. He used to okay. be an actual player. Yeah, I know. The, My husband has for, told for me for this. The Bengals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me explain it to you a little bit more. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so he was like a big time wide one. Well, he was like a star wide receiver. Uh, which is rare for white people. Um, oh, okay. So that already made him uh, popular, I think, with a certain crowd. And then he's been doing announcing for like the last 30, or doing announcing. He's just been announcing <laughs> for the last 30 years. Also, he's heavily featured in like Madden, like the football mm-hmm. game, like the oh, video that's game. that's probably what you hear from And me. that's yeah. probably why. So I have like some sort of weird like Chris Collinsworth like inception in my mind of like, well, that's a soothing sound. Yeah. You know, so there you go. Uh, Something new to know about me. (laughs) My husband pees a lot in bed. Not in bed. In bed. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway, I'm excited for you to um, have to support Tom Brady in all of his endeavors. And I'm excited for me to be snarky about it. I don't I, I don't uh, really root for Tom Brady one way or the other anymore. Not at, not at the moment. I I rooted for him while he was an athlete. I enjoyed watching his career. Uh-huh. Um, I was excited at the prospect of him coming to my favorite team and possibly winning us a Super Bowl. Now he is just a celebrity um, and I will have to wait and see how he is uh, as an announcer to make a decision one way or the other. The only thing that I'm excited about is the fact that you're going to have to deal with Tom Brady in your life and how you react to that. Because okay. Just feels like a lot of projection. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and also, you're on record saying that you love this man. So a yeah. whole lot of touchdown Tommy talk. Too much touchdown also, Tommy talk for you to be taking that back now. What's the, what's the first word of that nickname? Oh God, no! I'm not. Do- I'm not touchdown. playing these games. No Real? touchdown. If, I know if there are no more touchdowns to account for. <laughs> He's just Tommy. To... He's just Tommy. <laughs> hey, um, are you excited for the Super Bowl? I am, uh, because I. I mean, it's a big game. Obviously, I'm. I've felt sad about the 49ers losing for longer than i anticipated Mm. like i'm still upset about there's a part in my head uh, in my brain that still thinks that the season is still going on um and then i watched the 49ers players uh play in the pro bowl yesterday and over the weekend like they Mm -hmm. had uh christian mccaffrey there and george kittle and stuff like that and it just seemed like they were having a great time and for like half a second i was like how dare you guys be happy (laughs) (laughs) i'm miserable Uh how can you be okay but um but yeah but they're fine now you said there was some lebron news yeah do you know what's happening no lebron is gonna break the all-time scoring record this week wow he's currently 36 points away from doing that who has the most oh no guesses? Any guesses? I don't know. Kobe Bryant? Michael Jordan? No. No. <clears throat> this is That's great. It. You're just going to go with the, the entire uh, roster of NBA players. What's uh, his name? Uh, uh, that guy. The, gold, the Golden State guy. What's his name? Steph Curry? Yeah. That's a stupid guess. How okay. dare you make that? I'm I'm offended <laughs> at that guess. I'm sorry. No, Steph Curry. Okay. Uh, all-time great. Uh, is it Allen Iverson? Basketball. probably the first basketball player we knew about that's a big hint for you first basketball that i knew about the one that that i knew about for me it was for for me it was michael jordan no it's kareem oh of course you you got tired of you should have given me a hint you should have been like he's muslim and then i would have known okay all right kaj good for him KJ, yeah. Yeah. So LeBron is going to break that record, mm-hmm. and it's a big deal. But um, you did you know somebody has tickets to that game? To the, oh, so, our brother does. Yeah, he does. So he's going to LA to possibly watch that game. All right, congratulations so, to him. I guess. Yeah. 
Well, you seem salty about it, but all right. I'm uh, not. I'm just saying. You don't seem excited for him. You seem more salty about it. About who? LeBron or our brother? Oh, about our brother experiencing any moment of joy. No, no. I think yeah, it's actually great because he's taking our nephew, uh, who's a big LeBron fan and a big Giannis fan and a big Steph fan. So he's going to get to see a bunch of basketball players. That's nice. So I'm happy for him. Yeah. That's great. Um, <clears throat> you know, basketball is just fine for me. But I mean, I feel like if the Sixers were good, then or were getting really good. I think they lost to the Knicks yesterday. Did they? Yeah. They're, they're good this year. Yeah, but they lost to the Knicks, which is kind of an embarrassment, no? No, the Knicks are pretty good, too. I don't know who's good or bad, honestly. <laughs> oh, Father's, like, watching, and he was telling Noah, he was like, oh, by the way, these are the 76ers, and they're the 76ers because, and then Noah goes, just like the San Francisco 79ers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, did you watch the Grammys last night? No, I don't watch the Grammys. Is did it because you, you feel old? Yeah, I did. Extremely old. Yeah. No, uh, I think the Grammys make me feel really old. And then I, I don't think I've watched any MTV in the last 15 years. Yeah, me too. Not 15 Like the years. VMAs or whatever. I just, yeah. I have no idea who anybody is. The last time I watched the VMAs, I was pregnant with Aiden. So like, it's been a while. It's been almost yeah. nine years, you know? So um, yeah, the Grammys, I definitely feel old because I was watching it and I was like, who? What? But listen, um, the bigger thing happened is that Beyonce broke a record. She is now the most awarded uh, musician to ever get Grammys. I said that weird. 32 Grammys. is 32 uh, Grammys? Yeah. So she is the most awarded Grammy winner, I think, of all time. Beyonce. Now, Beyonce Knowles. How, Carter. How do, you, how do you look at that record? Like, do you think that that is... Um, a reflection of how good Beyonce is. Yeah. And how how do you measure good? Right. So like Whitney Houston versus yeah. Beyonce, who is a better singer or who's a better artist? Oh, no, 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 no. Listen, listen, we're getting into very dangerous waters and I am not I going in those waters with you. <laughs> listen, as I've said on record before, I'm not a Beyonce girly, but I know mm -hmm. that Beyonce is an extremely talented human being. Yes, and she's incredible. And the thing is, I don't follow Beyonce content, but everything that comes up for me that is Beyonce related, I'm like, yeah, that is undeniably amazing. Like, she's very, mm -hmm. very good at everything that she puts out. She is an icon and all of those things. Um, if we're going to talk about, like, singers, like, actual singers, like, I can't compare Whitney Houston to Beyonce because also the music that they were putting out at the time they were putting out music is very different. Whitney Houston's mm -hmm. music was amazing for the time that she was creating it. It was, like, very modern sounding in in certain ways. Like, it just – she she was so amazing that I can't – I can't give Beyonce her flowers if I was to say that, like, Whitney Houston isn't as good because if Whitney Houston didn't exist, we wouldn't have a Beyonce. Mm -hmm. You know? So I don't like that comparison and I hate that. I hate that question and I won't answer it. How about that? Yeah, I forgot that I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, so Beyonce won that, but a bigger controversy happened, which mm -hmm. was that album of the year. It was like, oh, obviously this is going to go to Beyonce for Renaissance. She's been nominated several times for album of the year. Okay. 
And guess who fucking won? Don't look it up. You already looked it up, who, didn't you? Who, I, I did not. Who were the nominees? I don't know who the nominees were, but real fucking Harry Styles won. Oh. Which is like, yeah. I have, I like Harry Styles. I do. There I enjoy his music. I do. My kids really enjoy him. I I like to play the piano to Harry Styles sometimes. I enjoy a Harry Styles moment. But like Lizzo won uh, best pop record, I think, uh, earlier, or maybe record of the year. I can't remember. But Lizzo won and she was up there and she talked a lot and she talked about how like if it wasn't for Beyonce, she wouldn't be here because Beyonce meant so much to, so much to her. Right. Mm-hmm. And so. Harry Styles, and like I think you remember Adele when she won our Artist of the Year, she was up there and she was like, "I shouldn't be up here, Beyonce, you're my everything." Like, so Beyonce's gotten snubbed multiple times now. Harry Styles goes okay. up there, right? He wins, and do you know what he said in his speech? What did he say? He said, "This doesn't happen very often for people like me." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> amazing now Harold (laughs) (laughs) no one is listen no one is obligated to get up there on stage and like talk about Beyonce okay it's it's fine you don't want to but to say that during Black History Month like Black History Month huh Grammys are always during Black no I know but listen he's a white man Okay. He is white. He's he's a British white man who's been famous for most of his life. Like he became famous when he was like 16. And he's like so, this doesn't happen for people like me. What are you talking about? It happens for people like you all the time. Well, what do you think he meant by that? Was it because he's like an ex-boy bander and the only other ex-boy bander that I can think of that did that made that transition is like Justin Timberlake? Right. I think what he meant because he's talked recently about how he grew up in like extreme poverty, right? Uh, so he did grow up in extreme poverty when he was younger, but like that, which is I, I, I'm not denying that that must have been very hard, but like, you know, Adele also grew up in poverty. <laughs> like a lot of people do, not to say that that to take that away from Harry Styles or anything, but like that you've been you've been famous since you were 16. I wouldn't quite say it's the same thing. You know what I mean? But anyway, he he had the audacity to go up there and say that. And people are pissed. And then another thing came out, which was that, you know the song As It Was? Do, 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 do. You don't know any Harry Styles music? Nope. Anyway, the beginning of the- watermelon sugar song. Okay. So in As It Was, which was like the big song from this record that he put out from this album- He, uh, in the beginning, there's a small child saying, uh, come on, Harry, I want to say goodnight to you, right? It's really cute. Apparently, that child, that that voice is the child of the producer of the Grammys. (laughs) Okay. And the guy, and like the Grammys, I guess like Instagram or whatever, like the Academy, whatever, Music Academy, their Instagram posted that right after he won. And so people are really upset because they're like, oh, okay. So now now they're talking about like match fixing. Like now they're oh, like, oh, it's on. all fixed. It's all fixed. They're all in cahoots together. And listen, I'm not a Beyonce girl. So I am not fully on board with the 
conspiracy theories. However, I love getting on board with it just because <laughs> I will always support anything but a white man. You know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. I disagree with that thinking. <laughs> no, you um, know what I all. mean. You just disagree with what I mean. Yes, exactly. Because you Who love knows? white men. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what I, <laughs> I want to be a 75-year-old white man. That's what I want. You do. <laughs> um who votes for the grannies that's a really good question i've never known isn't it just a recording artist or whatever isn't it everybody isn't that how they get done yeah but like who's monitoring those votes you know i think we need i think i think that there should be a investigation done just so we have something fun to talk about it's really funny Twitter's like, you guys heard about January 6th, but wait until you hear about February 6th. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. Yeah, I never understand like what record of the year versus song of the year means. Like, I have no idea. The, uh, are the Grammys stupid? Is it no. a stupid award? No, it's not. They also did a 50 years in hip hop thing led by like LL Cool J. It was amazing. It was like, it was, so this was the best thing about it for me, but also really jarring by the end is like, it started off and I was like, oh, I love this. This is great. This is great. I know that person. I know that person. Oh, she's up there. That's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. And then like Missy Elliott was there, which is, I I love her. Right. So like that, but then by the end, I was like, who the fuck is that? Who is this? I have no idea. There were so many people there and like even my husband who really likes hip hop, I asked him and he said, I have no idea who these men are. I have no idea who these people are. And then Ella Cool J at the very end of it was like, <laughs> he kept saying, from Bronx to TikTok, we're doing it 50 years of hip hop. And I was like, the Bronx to TikTok? And then I realized that some of those people at the end were like TikTokers, but he repeated it multiple times to the point where I was like, LL, are you in cahoots with TikTok? Like what's going on here? I think all this conspiracy theory theorizing is bad for you. That's probably why you're up until 4 a.m. <laughs> you're about to send the Chinese spy balloon? <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second. Sure. What would you do if you saw a Chinese spy balloon above you? First of all, would you even notice? Yeah. Well, first of all, how do you know it's a Chinese spy balloon and not just a regular balloon? Yeah. Well, that's the it's thing. They, they discovered that it was a Chinese spy balloon. Sure. Sure. Uh, you know, I believe that I am like everything about my life, all of my likes, all my dislikes, all my fetishes, everything I'm embarrassed about. Mm-hmm. I feel that somebody knows all of that stuff oh, because yeah. it's all online. You know what I mean? Of course. So yeah. like Putin definitely, you know, if I became a person of prominence in the world, I could get like Red Sparrowed very, very easily. You know what Red <laughs> Sparrowed means? Yeah. Like the Americans? Yes. You know what I mean? So I don't really worry about, like, the spy stuff. So somebody is, like, I'm assuming that we're all under constant surveillance anyways. I just feel like as Muslims also are, like, our... Like oh, yeah. fear of surveillance is just so different. Like, don't you remember when we were growing up and you would hear that click in the beginning of like phone calls? Like you heard, you remember that, right? Like yeah, yeah. whenever you picked up a phone, you always heard a click and it was like, okay, well they're here they are. Hello. Um, so I feel like for us, it's just very different, but also it, it cracks me up that people are so worried about the balloon yeah. as if we haven't been like as if we we are not willingly putting our shit out there already to be tracked. Like that's the other. 
like we're all over so we're all online and so there's a couple of different things which is like number one i feel like the balloons have been around for a while like i don't think that that's the first i feel like there's probably one above my house right now it's not a big deal who cares right so what who cares but like so there's that but i also think that like because the only reason it's a big deal is because like a uh like a what do we call it ourselves commoners no citizens not a citizen person a per- yeah i guess a citizen like a non a non like important like a person from <laughs> there's a word there's a word words. <laughs> there's like a word you know like in war they'll say like a person who is not a military target but a non combatant sure an ordinary person? An ordinary, I feel like an or, because an ordinary person saw it and posted online about it. That's yeah. the only reason it's it in the news. Yes. Oh, Somebody in like Montana or something or Idaho, I don't know, one of those states was like, I don't know what this is, but I see this. And then they like shot it down and it was like, whatever. But it was like, mm, I think that if you hadn't seen it wouldn't because everybody was like oh it should have never gotten past our borders and like what's going on the federal government isn't protecting us and all this stuff and i was like okay i don't think the balloon is capturing anything that great like what's the balloon gonna find out and even well it's not just you know it's not just a balloon there's like a satellite no i know it's not an actual (laughs) balloon real i'm not an idiot well i don't know you went (laughs) on a five minute tangent trying to figure out what people are called Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, you know, I think, (laughs) I think, I understand the anxiety about being watched Mm -hmm. in theory and, -hmm. you know, not having free will and it's an infringement of, of my privacy and my rights as a human being and all that stuff. I understand it. I also kind of don't care. I just don't care. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Whatever. What am I stopping? What am I going to not do? You know what I mean? How, how am I going to change my life? I already use the incognito browser. What more do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, you're actually not even on social media. You're way less trackable exactly. than me. Uh, except in yeah. some ways, you're probably more easily tracked. Way more trackable. <laughs> the subscriptions. Yes. But no, for me, I just, I don't care. I think also, again, I think our perspective is maybe different because we, you know, we get the, we are, we are uh, people who have the privilege of being able to get past like certain situations because we are, uh, you know, model minority in this country. Mm-hmm. And we also uh, come from really, really bad, like we come from uh, countries that have way worse shit. So we're exactly. kind of just like, all right. Like, the scariest stuff was living in America after 9-11, you know, for us. Yeah, exactly. Which is legitimately scary. A lot of bad stuff happened to Muslims in this country. But... And that... Yeah, so, like, that, those first... I think that first year was... It was very, very tough. Um, especially, I was working retail. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was always kind of worried about stuff. But I don't know. I mean, I never, ever had a bad incident. I know. Life, right? yeah, how lucky for you. Um, yeah, and then I, the other time that I felt actual dread about uh, being Muslim in this country, which again, this is super privileged because 
it happened to it it happens to a lot of muslims all the time the surveillance is actually inhumane and, and all those things right but yeah. for me personally the only other time i felt about it a, a certain way about it was the day after trump got elected yeah and i was like what the fuck like what what country is this right yeah but that lasted for like i don't know a month or two and then i was like oh everybody's on the same page that this is an unmitigated disaster so it's okay I think we also have, like, because we come from generations that have seen, like, war and shit and, like, way worse mm-hmm. situations. I don't know. Maybe we maybe we are good at, inherently good at, like, brushing it under the rug and moving on because that's sort of, yeah. like, the Asian way, you know? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, did you finally watch The Banshee of Insurin? I love that movie so much. <laughs> So we we're gonna do a whole episode on it. I don't think we need to because I realize that it's actually like not a lot happens. Yeah. But I did want to get your thoughts on it because as I was watching it, I was like, this is like the most real movie that has ever been made. So you know, both of those things I, I, I really like both of those characters I really connected with because in my soul, <clears throat> my my worry is that uh people will figure out that I'm actually boring. And not want to hang out with me, right? <laughs> and to be confronted with that would be very, very difficult for me yeah. to handle. Because yeah. right now I kind of get by. I just get by. Um, so I worried about that. I was like, oh, man, it would be terrible if my friends actually told me that they don't want to hang out with me. But then the second part of it was also true, which is sometimes I just I don't want to hang out with my friends. Like, I just don't. I'm just like. Like I was, it was funny because I was watching it on Saturday night, and then a bunch of my friends were hanging out, and they were calling me to like hang out with them. <laughs> and I was like, I would, I would really just rather just cut one of my fingers off. And <laughs> <it>. I would. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I feel like most people think I am outwardly the kind of person that would rather cut their finger off than hang out with most people. But mm-hmm. I feel like internally, everybody should know that I am a needy, needy person who like wants to be very liked and spoken well about by. It. Oh no, we we all know we all we all know that about you. We see it. We see it on your face. <laughs> um, yeah, I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, it was a good time. I love. Um, I love the eyebrow work of Colin. What's his face? Colin? He's so handsome. Did we forget how handsome he is? He got better looking, right? I always forget how handsome he is until I watch something of his and I'm like, God damn it, I forgot how handsome you were. It's is it like, Colin Farrell? Nice Farrell, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Colin. Also, I love all the names. The like classic Irish names like Colum. And Podrick. And Podrick. Podrick. Yeah. Just like I like all the feckin'. Yeah. Oh, the feckin' is great. I do feel like you would do really well in Ireland because I feel like Ireland has a culture that you could like really get behind. Like just like do your work during the day, go to a pub, talk some shit, go home. Like that seems like the perfect life for you. It really is. That And like it's so pretty to look at also. Yeah. All the greenery. Just hang out. Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah. You should move. You should move. You should move. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, I just feel like yeah, I feel like I feel like old eight, like ni- early nineteen hundreds Ireland is definitely a place where I feel like you would have really flourished, would have thrived. Yeah, yes. exactly. You would have done really, really well. Um, but yes, I also I enjoyed the movie quite a bit. It made me sad in some parts, 
and then it made me laugh out loud quite a bit. Um, what else happened this week? Oh, um, did you see what they did to Ilhan Omar in the in our stupid ass dumb fucking government? Yes, I did. The, so there was a what a foreign um what is it a foreign relations committee? Yeah. Right? And the Republicans said that they wanted her removed from that committee because of her to honor the Jewish people and uh, because they believe that Ilhan Omar is an anti-Semitic because is anti-Semitic because she has spoken outwardly about Israel and uh, specifically she did a stupid tweet, uh, mm-hmm. but she talks often about the fact that the U.S. gives a lot of money to Israel and their defense Mm -hmm. system, which we all know about. So that's that. So they voted on it and they had this whole thing, all the Republicans, especially like led by McCarthy, of we're going to boost boot her from that because we care about Jewish people. Meanwhile, like you have Marjorie Taylor Dumbfuck, who all of these people hobnob with anti-Semitic people, all these people Mm -hmm. hobnob with people who genuinely hate Jewish people who have, uh, the GOP had a tweet that said something like Kanye, Elon Trump in like honor of those people. And we all know that Kanye West is out there saying super anti-Semitic shit. So fuck them all is my thoughts Mm -hmm. about it. I mean, listen, anybody with half a brain knows exactly what this is, right? It's like, okay, you have one of the few uh, Muslim people in Congress, right? And and probably the one that's like the most, uh, who who looks the most Muslim because she wears a hijab. Yep. You know what I mean? Like we all know who Ilhan Omar is. Ever since she got elected, which is what, 2016, 2018? Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell that the GOP has been coming after her. And they're, they're coming after all the women in the squad or whatever. But you can also tell like the types of stories that, that they try to peddle out there about Ilhan Omar. You know that what they are doing is there's a lot of obvious like dog whistling going on for racist people. Yeah. Right. So anybody with half a brain knows that this is probably what motivated it, right? Um, I will say that Ilhan Omar's time in Congress hasn't been the best. I don't, you know, I, I remember when I saw the tweet that she put out there at the time, and I was like, this is so fucking unnecessary. Like, yeah. I, I, this seems like more of a thing that you do for social media than actually being a responsible member of Congress, which is really what I want from you. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what you're capable of. So, you know, she's kind of, I don't want to say she's given them enough ammo because she hasn't. I think even if she didn't do know, that, they would have found another reason. Yeah. They were, they were coming after her regardless. Right. Um, so I don't really put a lot of stock into, I mean, these committees are, it's an honor type of deal and getting kicked out of it is something that is shameful in a sense, right? Like you get kicked out of something, your peers are making a comment uh, about you. And that's, you know, that sucks that Mm -hmm. she has to deal with that. Um, But I think, I think we all kind of know what's going on here, right? Because obviously, you know, you can, you can try to 
like circumnavigate your way into Ilhan Omar is an anti-Semite um, into that statement from, you know, you can pull things from her past, whatever you want to, you can do it, right? There's a direct line between like Marjorie Taylor Thomas, uh, Taylor Thomas. How <laughs> dare you do that to Jonathan Taylor Thomas? <laughs> JTT, yeah. MTT. No, like, you know, people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and fucking George Santos, who calls himself Jew dash ish, right? Like, there's yeah. a direct through, there's a there's a direct line between them and anti Semites, right? Yeah. So I don't, it, it's, it's a bummer that it happened, um, but it's also what you expect with Republicans uh, kind of being in power. And I think, I think it has, you know, it has a limited shelf life. Like all this shit is going to happen probably for like the next year, year and a half, probably until like the 2024 election, because they need to get all that. Like they, they, they want to get like the last bits of like that Trump racism out of their system. Like they want to, they want to milk it for all it's worth. She's probably going to go on for two more years and then they will figure out that, hey, this is probably not the best strategy um, and they'll move on because, yeah. that's, I mean, that's that's the way the world goes. Right. I mean, we're progressive for a reason, like all this shit, like, you know, being an anti-Semite, being a racist, all of this stuff. Right. For some reason, we're all like, oh, my God, I can't believe racism is back. Um, but it's back because there have always been idiots and it's just being. Um, you know, it's it's just being repackaged in a different way for a new generation. And there's yeah. these stupid young people that think that they've discovered something. And it's like, no, bitch, like we got over racism like the, for a reason, because it's stupid. It is a stupid way to live. Yeah. It's a stupid way to, you know, treat other people or whatever. Um, so we're just going to have to go through that one more time and then we'll be OK. A Ron DeSantis Twitter account, like a, a pro Ron DeSantis uh, Twitter account said something like, most of my female followers think DeSantis is handsome. It's probably a bot account, but it just made me laugh. Don't underestimate this and how it gives RDS an advantage with suburban women. He's also a dad to girls and has a wife who battled cancer. <laughs> women love that stuff. <laughs> I read this tweet so many times and laughed because, like, it really is such a perfect, like, insight into certain types of men and how they think. He's also a dad to girls and has a wife who battled cancer. Women love that stuff. Ah, boy. (laughs) Also, there's... Yeah. I was just going to say, anybody who says females to describe women is a fucking weirdo, okay? We don't like that. Don't do that. (laughs) Uh, you know, there's this whole thing about like DeSantis and Trump being uh, on opposite sides now because they're the ones that are supposed to run in 2024. Um, and it's kind of fun because I think they're both just going to take each other out. Um, and there's like all this, like, like DeSantis is supposed to be like the next big guy because he's in Florida or whatever. But the thing that people don't realize about him is that he's actually like a pipsqueak. Have you ever heard Ron DeSantis talk? Yes, I have. So when he becomes more prominent, like that stuff is going to be so easy to make fun of. Like, have you seen his, have you seen his Top Gov commercial? But yeah, but the thing is that even though that's easy to make fun of, I just don't think that we live in a world where that stuff gets us very far. Like 
yes, it's easy to, there's so much shit about Trump that's easy to make fun of, but none of it mattered, right? So I think that that fear is always there because ultimately, if you still support the Republicans, you're going to vote mm-hmm. for them regardless. Like, in fact, I think that with somebody like Ron DeSantis, it's easier for them to swallow that pill than to support somebody like Trump, right? Like, they are going to take each other out, but I think that, unfortunately, DeSantis is going to get the leg up. Unless your boy Chris Christie enters the chat. That's right. And he may. Um, no, I think I think that the thing with the Trump support is obviously a, a, a big part of it is just your traditional Republican voters, right? So you got your religious people, you got uh, your um, racist people, but like not like outwardly racist, but just like systematically racist people. Um, so those people are always going to be voting for Republicans. Uh, with Trump, you also had like this, like this swell of like new voters that liked the bravado and liked, um, you know, someone telling them that uh, Washington is a swamp and all yeah. these people are corrupt and you need an outsider or whatever. I think they're going to lose that with DeSantis. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about 2024. The guy that they should run is this guy from Georgia named Brian Kemp. Oh, my God. Stop He's it. a governor. Ter- terrible human being, right? But, like, I'll take him over both DeSantis and Trump. No, no. I don't want to take him at all. He's a piece of shit, too. I know, but you can't get rid of the other party. They're still going to be there. Oh, or, you know, if, if, if my guy, Chrissy. Oh my god. Chrissy comes back. How much would you hate me if I if he actually ran and then I was like, you know what? I'm back. I'm back on board with Chris Christie. Remember, I would be a lot back here. Right? Remember in the beginning of the episode you asked that if I consider you my brother? <laughs> well, I think we know what would happen if you did that. You would have a lot of sympathy for him and I would drive me crazy. Oh, I'm mad already. I don't like it. No, no, I I know he's he's gone too far. He's gone too far. He broke, my heart. broke my heart. He no. broke my heart. <laughs> Real. Well, I have great news for you. This is the end of this episode, and I'm oh, down to the very last episode of The Sopranos. I oh. am waiting for tonight, in the words of Jennifer Lopez, to <laughs> <laughs> to put the kids to bed, get into pajamas, light a candle, and watch the very final episode of The Sopranos. Okay. Tonight. Tonight. And so on Thursday, we can talk about the entire television series. We're going to talk about it this Thursday? That's right. I need some time to prep. I have a lot of questions. Okay, well, you've got three business days. (laughs) Going to work. (laughs) I've had enough of Um, it. Yes. I was going to ask you something, but now I think I I missed my window. What was your wimbo? What was your what was your question? <laughs> what was my wimbo? <laughs> my question. Well, it wasn't a question. It was more of a when you were talking about the Grammys because uh-huh. one of my friends sent me a picture of Madonna. Uh huh. She looks bad. And I have a question. I was. I mean, listen. I am not one to judge somebody. I am. Looks, I am. Even though that's all we did in the group. Um. My question to you is, you know, I hear a lot, a lot, about older men. Dating younger women. Oh, Jesus H. Mary. How come I never hear from you about how gross it is that Madonna's out here dating men 40 years younger than her? I think Madonna's gross. 
How come I've never heard this before? Because you and I don't talk about Madonna. The only time we talk about Madonna is when you go through your list of your favorite Madonna songs and then we go into a a rabbit hole of how good some of our songs are and then we start listening to them and I start crying. So that's the thing that happens with Madonna every single time. I'm just saying this this energy right now seems You make me listen to Power of Goodbye and then I start crying and then that's it. That's it. That's the end of that. Do you remember the first time you heard that song? No, Raheel, I don't. <laughs> I believe it was uh, in the commercial for Felicity. <laughs> <laughs>